Today's episode is sponsored by Ravenwood's Bar. Enjoy some drinks from around the world, located in Nepal. Hurry now to challenge the bartender to a drinking game. We're also sponsored by Salah's Baskets. The perfect basket, big enough to hide in just in case some Nazis are chasing you. Use promo code DATES for 20% off your first order. Now let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to 1981, because today we're traveling back in time to revisit Raiders of the Lost Ark. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host Santos and as always I am joined by... Freddy Morales, bienvenido to the show. Welcome. Yes, welcome everybody. Thank you for tuning in. That's right, this month we start a new month. Halloween is over. The oh my scariness. god. Yes, it came and went. Didn't even feel like Halloween. No, it didn't. <laughs> At all. I was just thinking about that this morning as I was making... Uh, breakfast because i still have my pumpkin that we didn't even bother to carve this year so it's just oh, now really? yeah now we're going to use it as a thanksgiving decoration all right on yeah there's a there's a giant pumpkin right outside over there yeah. <laughs> wait what happened to that pumpkin that's still there love uh well there was a massive pumpkin right outside but nothing happened to it so and oh, then i know my pumpkin brother seeds. pumpkin seeds yeah my brother he also freaking him and his girlfriend bought two pumpkins and they never even carved them. I don't know. It's just Halloween time was different this year, man. You can't do Halloween streaming. I'm sorry. You just can't do Halloween streaming. <laughs> right. oh, look at my costume in a freaking small little, you know, computer yeah. screen or your iPhone. You know, it's just it's like, it's, look, I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah, look, no, you, you look like an idiot, Holmes. <laughs> it's like trick or treat. Now give trick me candy. Treat. Send it to my address. Trick or treat. I'm going to trick or turn you off. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, like, we, got, we got Halloween, uh, like, we got like Halloween leftover because we haven't been able to chat since then. And then we had a presidential election, which just finished. Yeah. You know, so we're over that hump. Yeah. Now, so, yeah. We were supposed to record on Saturday, the yeah. day uh, that was basically the, the world was celebrating like the Death Star had exploded, you know? Yeah, so dude, everybody were... was celebrating. So Freddie was actually out there. Yeah, you know, I was. In my hood, West Hollywood dancing in the street, which I never thought that I would be dancing in the streets <laughs> in today. And it was nice. I mean, I understand that we're losers, but it's time to unite. And I'm, like I said, this is not a political show. It's just, this is a world, this is a world history that just happened, so. Wait, what? why did you say we're losers? I didn't say we're losers. Yeah, that's what you just said. He's like, I understand we're losers. No, I didn't say. I said, I know there were some that lost oh! and they feel like <laughs> losers. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hold on real quick. I think my kid got stuck. Give me a second. 
messing with it. All right. So, um, I don't know what we're saying, but yeah, people were, were, were celebrating having a great time that day. Yes. Dancing in the streets. And like I said, I was saying that there were some winners and there were some losers, but nobody lost here. We just need to unite and that's it. The only loser is the guy in the White House. That's the loser. <laughs> yeah. And it would have been cool to record because in, um, I know, God damn it. That happened when you have a freaking goatee. Sometimes you get freaking hair in your mouth. <laughs> I don't have one. Yeah. Hey, wait, have you ever had facial hair? Yeah, I have. Or can you, can, but you, yes. so, okay, so you can grow facial hair. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm getting, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the five o'clock shadow, as they the say. The five o'clock shadow, which I get it every day now as I'm getting older. But yeah, I was, I was surprised when I started getting facial hair and I did it when I was 21. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. And then, of course, the ladies were like, oh, you're okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you, would you have a goatee or what, or a beard? Yeah, like- I, had, I had a goatee, and then I had a mustache. But I think the goatee. And then I had a, I did have, like, a the whole beard thing, but I can't deal with all that. It's just too yeah, much. Yeah, it's too much of a hassle. But, you know, it, it all depends. You know, sometimes, like right now, I feel like just letting it grow out since now it's winter. Yeah. So it's something. Yeah, I might just go that route. You might see me with some fish. Oh, fish. watch out! Hey, it's it, it, it is November, so it's, as they say, no shave November. Oh, that's right, no shave November. So I'm not gonna shave no more, Holmes. There you go. You're gonna that's see Freddie all with the, the logo <laughs> tee. Oh, you know, you should just do that mustache, like the big fat one. Yeah, I'm gonna try <laughs> to do that one. Imagine that one and eating. I'll be like, you know, some of my uncles who had mustaches. I was like, was that last night's soup? What is that you got in the mustache? <laughs> yeah, I was with the, after that, once you're done eating, you got to go just kind of wash it because you do get it on your beard. No, it, it's a whole <laughs> procedure, bro. You got a mustache. You, you just can't just go and wipe your mouth. You got to go and do a whole procedure. You got to blow dry it and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole thing about it. So, yeah, so uh, welcome to uh, Beard Talk with Frankie yes. and Santos. Welcome to Beard Talk where we <laughs> shave you all the information. <laughs> yeah, so. So, all right, so um, we've started a new month. So what I was trying to say is that with this new month, we got something in, uh, special in store for you, especially because we have a contest currently happening right now. This contest is to win the exclusive special Funko Pop, the Pixar, uh, yeah. it's a, a movie scene. It's called like the Disney, not the scenes, but uh, where Funko does little scenes. And this is a scene from the movie Up. And with that, because that movie is very much about an adventure film where there's a lot of stuff going on, we're going to be giving you this month adventure movies. And today we're choosing one of the biggest, greatest adventure films in cinema history. And that's right. This week we are giving you Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's right. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is the first film that we are doing in our adventure series of this month. Right, Milo? (laughs) He's like, what? So, yeah, so we're going to be doing that. So this film, it's um, honestly from the three, as a kid, not going to lie, as a kid growing up, I always used to think this was the most boring one out of all. What? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk. Yeah, Yeah, like, I I don't know. Wow. Because when I was a kid, like, I mean, Temple of Doom was just all around just fun. Like from the very beginning, the yeah, restaurant scene where he gets yeah. poisoned, they're in the plane and they jump out. You also get short round. And it, it was just like an all in all fun film. Like the part where like the bugs and like that movie was on. Oh, come on, the heart. That was an amazing film. Like as a kid. Kalima, Kalima, but when you watch this one, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you watch this one, like as as a kid, like I felt like the very beginning was great. The whole thing where he's walking and they do like the little um looking for the treasure, the idol, that was great and that was fun. But right after that, it goes away. And there I just felt like there was just so much talking, not enough happening that as a kid, I just found it boring. So I never really grew up watching this movie much because it was just like, ah, it was boring. I think the like the from like a little kid, the next time like I watched it um was when McDonald's was selling all three of them for VHS. Did you did, do you remember that? Like they used to sell and they sold all Oh, three. of course. Yeah, I remember that whole And my cousin I mean, bought all three of them. So I was at my cousin's house and we decided hey, don't fight it. And we ended up watching, you know, freaking Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that was probably the second time I watched it and I was still like this movie's still boring. <laughs> mira, 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 calmate, calmate. This movie <laughs> I was 11 when this movie came out. Yeah. And, I mean, it's director George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Yes. I mean, two forces in Hollywood that made a mega, mega movie that, God, it generated, what was the number I saw here? Well, I'll, I'll tell you right here. So this what is film... It? uh the Back in 81. Alone, yeah, this is 1981. It It was... 20 million dollars to make that was the budget and i know studios were afraid about like damn 20 million dollars like they were scared to give this at the time but you know they got paramount pictures ended up agreeing to to help finance this movie so 20 million dollars the the box office it was one of the biggest summer movies of that year next to superman 2 and it made for 1981 standards Three hundred and eighty-nine million dollars. That, that was huge. freaking. I was huge. part of that. Thanks to my dad, God rest his soul. My dad, thanks. During that time, we had the best times with my father because he would take us not to his, not to our local movie theater. We lived yeah. in Southgate. He would just gather, get us all together in the in the camper, and take off to Hollywood and see these mega movies. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was one of them. Uh, I got to see also Star Wars, Superman too. And that year, yes, it was actually Superman and uh, and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I remember those days. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was just too much talking. But see, this movie set up for the rest of the other sequels. Yeah. And set it up. And if you were to watch it, like I, ha- I haven't watched it in a long time. And this is a movie that I've seen thousands of times with either, you know, my brother and sister when we were young by myself uh, you know i have a collection of movies and this is one especially now that we have all this you know remastered and yeah i like to see it and also with the soundtrack i'm a huge fan of the soundtrack albums especially movie albums and this one was huge too as well so for me this was like huge for me as a kid and i don't know it's just i mean an archaeologist who's out there you know, he's asked to come and explore, you know, this um, this incredible finding that they found. And also during that time, you know, it was about the Nazis who were also involved. And see, it's like you get to see the Nazis and the Germans being involved in this in this movie about creating. I mean, trying to get this uh, uh, this treasure that 
you know, I don't think man should even go and get, but it was like this treasure that you can connect to God. And that's why everybody was after this treasure. And Indiana Jones, who was played by also Mr. Han Solo. What's his name? ¿Cómo se llama? Harrison Ford. Órale, pues. Harrison Ford. Yeah, Mr. President Danger. No. Yes, Mr. President. I didn't kill my wife. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> he made a, he made a, Harrison Ford makes a good president too. He's a, pre, a good president. Yeah, Air Force One. Remember, uh, like, get off awesome. my plane. Whoa, is that Harrison Ford? Yeah, it said in the brochure that he assists with all the jumps. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Oh, look, he even brought Callista Flockhart with him. Uh, Peter, I think that's just a piece of paper. Get off my plane, yes. <laughs> it's and, a, uh, yeah, he, he's a great, he's, he's a good actor. Oh, he, dude, so yeah, I mean, you got Harrison Ford, and then you got Karen Allen, who played Marion, and you got, uh, who else? Uh, you had, oh, Alfred Molina, who later became a huge actor. Yes, um, he's, a, he's just like, at the time, you just like, you just think he's a nobody, just some random actor that they got knowing what he became i mean he became he's in one of the best uh top superhero films out there yeah. he was in spider-man 2 he yes. played doc ock and he, yes. he's great you also yeah. got uh john rice davies yes and he for those famous of you, dude he's been yeah, in james it, bond films he's also was in the lord of the well in lord of the rings series you know he played uh gimli he yeah. also in a in a TV show during the '90s called Sliders. Yeah, great actor, and you've also seen him in some James Bond movies. He's always playing like some kind of you know secret spy too as well. And also the guy, the Major Arnold, the guy, the German uh, crazy guy in the movie. He's played by Ronald Lacey. Yeah, he's he still around. He's still around today. I no, he know. died. He died May fifteenth of nineteen ninety one. Oh damn. So this is yeah. This he's an English-born actor. Uh, he's the guy who played uh, the evil, crazy German dude who who melts in that one scene. See, and not only that, there's this some scenes here that are so beautifully just filmed. I mean, real action back in the '98. I mean, 1981. You know, they didn't have all this. No, it was just you know real live action real stuntman and you see that even harrison ford was part of his stunts you know that yeah, one yeah he did he did some he did he actually admits to getting uh you know banged up and bruised and injured in some of these stunts it pays and more I, it, it pays more say yeah you know and and it's just like you know it's a it was a different time then like since we're talking about casting let, let's get i mean let's get into it because there you know there, there's some people that don't know this trivia people that were considered was Tom Selleck, Bill Murray, Nick Nolte, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Tim Matherson, Nick <laughs> Mark Coso, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jack Nicholson, Jeff Bridges. Uh, that's a good list because they're all good actors, but there's, I'm sorry, you can't mix the comedy with the kind yeah, of, like, I, I don't know, you know, Harrison Ford was just perfect for it because he can be funny because he was hilarious. There were a lot of, you know, comedy little throughout the whole film, you know. Yeah. In, inside jokes and all that or well but. spielberg wanted to have uh harrison ford originally like that's who he wanted because spielberg <clears throat> ended up directing this it was this was a story idea by <laughs> so that's when luke sorry i'm my kids all just 
going crazy, so it's making it hard to concentrate and talk. <laughs> well, that's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you have kids. Um, so I don't even know. I lost my train of thought. I'll just go into casting. Look, the point of the casting was is that they wanted Harrison Ford. That's who Spielberg wanted. Harrison Ford was the choice. Lucas said, I don't want to do that because I've already used him for my my freaking Star Wars movies, and I don't want him to be – the guy that I end up always hiring, like the way that um, Martin Scorsese, he had his like, you know, go-to guy where it was like Robert De Niro was in his movies. So he didn't want to have that being like, oh, look, Lucas, he's, he's putting Harrison Ford because he's already worked with them. So he didn't want to do that at all. And also too, he wanted someone that was going to commit to the three films. Unlike in Star Wars, Harrison Ford did not even want to do the last film like he was like he wanted he told him just kill me off that's why he gets put into carbonite because if they couldn't convince harrison ford ah, to come back then he, he would be dead like he'd be in carbonite and that'd be it so when you know they put Whoa. him in the second film so that's why but guess what he decided to sign on board and he came back for return of the jedi what a good idea i didn't know that yeah so so that's so that's what happened so that's why they were afraid so hey hey hold on hold on okay i Freeze me, and if I change my mind, then I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's exactly what happened. He's uh, like, all right, all right. He's like, he's like, no, you don't just kill me off. And then that's when Luke is like, okay, I, I'll kill you off. But how about I freeze you and you change your mind? And you can come back. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you can freeze me, Holmes. Okay. Hey, you, how long? How long can you freeze me? Do I have? No? <laughs> it's like only two years, okay? Only two years. People are going, why are they talking cholo accent? What's going on here? <laughs> That's, that's the way Lucas talks. He's like, hey, Mr. Yeah, you know, Mr. Ford Harrison. Hey, you yeah. know, I put you in my great, you know, my movies, my my American <laughs> graffiti. Look at the tagging, Cholo. <laughs> yeah, because he used them in American graffiti. He was in that. That was Lucas's film. Then yeah. he used them in Star Wars. So come on, by the time the third film, so that's why it's like, you know, he was he he was just afraid he wouldn't sign on for three pictures. Yeah. So well, look, it, it history in the making, and now we have what we have today. But in an alternate universe, there, you know, in an alternate universe that exists out there. Speaking of sliders, there's a there's another Earth out there where Tom Selleck is playing Indiana Jones. Tom Selleck is was the choice that they're like they were gonna go with. Where he even has he he freaking screen tested also like where he was in the suit. They fitted him for the suit and everything. And what it was is that uh, Tom Selleck was was gonna be in it, but his the show Magnum PI was what caused him to not be in the film. Right, and right. That was huge in the eighties. That that so, series. So here, I'll I'll read this. So I I, I it's like so Lucas's then wife and frequent collaborator Marsha Lucas favored Selleck. Casting director Mike Frinton preferred uh. Bridges, so they wanted to go with Jeff Bridges, but Jeff Bridges turned it down. So the dude, you know, from the Big Lebowski, he said, nah, he's like, nah, dude, I don't want to do it. You know, so Selleck. Wow, Jeff Bridges. I'm right. Just trying to, I'm just trying to see him like in, it's just, no, it's just, and he's a great actor too. I love of Jeff course. Bridges. But I he mean, said I, no. Yeah, he, he said no. Just, nah, like, not too busy. I don't, I'm going to go do Tron. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, he ended up, he went to go do Tron. <laughs> So yeah. Salik had recently worked on the pilot episode. So he shot the pilot for Magnum PI and was contractually obligated to, if that show were to be picked up and to be made into a full series, he had, you know, he had to, to do it, sign on. He couldn't work on any other projects. 
So he had 10 days left on his contract when Lucas and Spielberg, this was the huge mistake that, that ruined it for, for freaking, um, what's his name, Tom Selleck. Spielberg and Lucas went to CBS Studios and said, hey, is it okay if you could end that? Because if you could end that contract, like, you know, the a little early so we could start working with him, you know, because he had to wait until the show got picked up. If it didn't get picked up, like, you know, he's like, you just have to wait two weeks. So, right. so if say those, like, let's just say those two weeks pass and then the network decided to pick up the show, they would have to wait for the movie to be over for Selleck to come on. So Sally could go off and do whatever he wants, and the network has to wait for him. Instead, what, ha- what you know, they wanted to end that early, and the studio said, like, oh, wait, what? You know, Jaws over here, Mr. Spielberg, over, you know, and Star Wars guy, Lucas, they want to use him? Hey, he's in hot demand. So they said, you know what? Green- greenlit the show. So, they- so Magnum P.I. got picked up because of that meeting. That forced Selleck to drop out. So at that point, their hands were tied. They're like, shit, like, what do we do now? Like, we can't use him. So what? Do we, so that's when, at, at that point, they ended up going with Harrison Ford. But if they would have never went to the studio and just waited, they Selleck would have been in the movie. Because here, here's the, the blow. Like, right here, the nail in the coffin for, like, so much, like, like ah, oh, that's fucked up, is there was a strike a writer strike uh, actor strike in 1980 in which put the show on hiatus for three months so if they would have just waited never had that meeting and the show got picked up they could have still used them because guess what those three months that show was put on hiatus and it wasn't put in production they, they would not have been able to do so. They could have ended up using him this whole time. So he got screwed over. So while while he's waiting for Magnum P.I. to be filmed, Harrison Ford's already out there making this movie and, and you know, and, and makes him, makes this character an icon. So, you know, it, it could have been freaking Tom Selleck. So that's what I'm saying. And in alternate universe in another Earth, there's a movie that exists. The trilogy of Tom Selleck, Indiana Jones films. So wow, I, I didn't even know that that Tom Selleck was. Um, I mean, I can see Tom Selleck. He's you know he's kind of that type of you know dude, kind of adventurous, you know. But oh man, Harrison Ford just made it. It made it for him. You know, it's a legendary yeah. film. Um, what did you like about this film? I mean, you just was this the first time you seen it? No, I mean, like, it's been, because um, I've seen it. It's just like, like I said, well, as I a child. You've seen it. No, you've seen it, but as a child, you didn't, it was too boring. I didn't care about it. It was, it was so boring that, it, it's like, put it this way. If if I had a choice of, like, the three movies, hey, which one do you want to watch? I would watch Temple of Doom first. And then they'd be like, what, what, what else yeah. do you want to watch? Okay, let's watch Last Crusade. Because I thought Last Crusade was fun also. Yeah, and this and one Sean would always Connery. be the one, like, if we could not yes. watch it. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. So oh. I was just like, eh. So I never, I never was a fan. It wasn't until I got older that, you know, you know, in my 20s and so on that, you know, I revisited this movie. Right. And then I'm like, oh, this is, a, you know, this is a good movie. And, and what no. I love about the, oh, go on. No, 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 go ahead. Finish it. Oh, I'm just going to say what I love about this movie is the whole thing where because they took this from, you know, the the idea of why they included the Nazis and Hitler and all of that was the fact that it's it's um, historians have said that Hitler was very much into the occult. You know, like he he loved it. Oh, yeah, so they, they ran with that. Were like, okay, Hitler was about wanting to win the war. 
So he wanted to find any way possible to win this war. So they that's how they wrote this into the script where it's like, okay, he wants to find the Ark of the Covenant. There's a story of this. So that whole scene that as a kid I found boring when after he comes back from the idol, he's in class and he has a meeting with the government. That whole part is interesting as hell as an adult. Like you're listening and they start talking about the Ark of the Covenant represents what it does it makes anyone who who wields it invincible so an army to have this would make them invincible like all of that is interesting as hell and it is so good so that's why like as an adult understanding this like for me i was like holy shit because like i was really little when this movie came out so that that's what i love about the movie is the whole like you know like kind of like the biblical aspect and like though i thought Indiana was all into this, like believed all of this, but no, because even his friend at one point mentions how like, you know, like, hey, you know, these, you know, people shouldn't disrupt this. It says this has been put away for a reason. Yes. And then that's, he's like, that's all ghost stories. Like, so it goes to show that Indiana doesn't believe this. He just believes in the science of it and getting it. You know, if Hitler thinks this is it, but I'll get it first because his whole goal is selling it, making money and putting it in a museum. You know, that's, that's his thing. And I, you know, that's, that's what I like about this movie is that there's very much like a fantasy element to this film. Aside from adventure, there's very much a lot of fantasy. And I love that about this movie. No, you got it. You pinpointed exactly how, what this movie is. And I mean, for me as a kid, I mean, these, this movie along with star Wars and, uh, I mean, just look at the roster of 81, you know, Google it and see the movies that came out that year. I mean, it was a huge year. So yeah, this one set me up for all the rest. And yeah, you're right that maybe in that talking as a kid, you're like, what are they talking about? I just, I want to see the snakes. I want to see the ball rolling from the trailer. I want to see, you know, all the craziness of, of the effects and, and, and I, you know, but, yeah, uh, the second one. Um, what was the second one called? Uh, Temple of Doom. Yes, that one. Oh man, that one's a roller coaster ride too. So hell I mean, yeah, dude. That, that one's one yeah, so and I love I love that that character Kalima Kalima. <laughs> shoot they? Oh man, that whole that's crazy. The heart and everything. And they're like, hey, why are you talking about number two? You should be talking about number one. Well, let me <laughs> let me let me share something with you. I'm wondering if you know this. Did do you know that part two isn't really a sequel to the movie? It's actually a prequel. No, no sorry. Yeah, I didn't yeah know. no, it take it's that movie takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. So what? actually, yeah, if you put these in chronological order. Temple of Doom is actually part one, and Raiders of the Lost Ark is part two. Yeah, those guys are kind of like a Star Wars kind of a thing, huh? Yeah, okay. they 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 mess with you. <laughs> they say this is not just part one, but that's part two. Part two is one, and one is four, and five is seven. You yeah. know, man, take my money. I'm confused. Whatever, they're good movies. You're like, no pay. They don't care what the, the movie. Part two, part nine. Hey, it doesn't matter. They'll pay fifty dollars hey, to go see the movie. I swear, man. People ask me, Freddie, why do you guys always talk like that? You know, you came up with this accent. I'm like, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm looking, I'm doing it right now. I'm talking to you. I don't know. It's literally in our description of our episodes where it says, like, you know, two guys, they, you know, go back and revisit movies, talk about movies, music, things they love, and they talk like cholos for some reason. That's literally the description to our podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
That's I'm funny. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just something that I've always, I don't know. I have cholo friends and cholo cousins and they're like, hey, Freddie, what's up? What's all home? You know, and you just, you just, it just comes out. It's just, I can be yeah, like, it's just, it's just, I, got, I don't know why. It's just natural. Every time I talk to Freddie, like, it's like, why, why the cholo? <laughs> why you got to do that? You know, I'm like, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's just, I, it comes it, out. It literally comes out with you. It just comes out. Exactly. Yeah, and like, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hold on, wait. Like when I'm with my brother, like I'm not like doing this or I'm talking to my wife. But when I'm talking to Freddie, for some reason, when we get into character, like like earlier, we're all talking Lucas and the meeting between Lucas and Spielberg. For some reason, we just made them cholos. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes I even go to my own meetings and talk like a cholo and I get the deal. <laughs> yeah. They're like, <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Morales, we, we were hoping that you could put on a, a show for us in coming December. What do you think of that? Orale, Steven, how much? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm sorry. Orale? How much? What, what how much? How huh? much money? Lana, how much feria? Feria, you got some feria? <laughs> feria, cash, cash. Mr. Morales, why do you sound different? <laughs> hey, man, it's just, it, that's the way I am, Holmes. You want the pitch more? Come on. You want the pitch more? Come on. You're like, you got to pay. Okay, you're the money. <laughs> Look, it says right here. Oh my God! Join us as we hop in our DeLorean and look back at the films we loved watching in our youth. We'll also share memories from our past, the music we love, and randomly talk like cholos for no reason. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Man. I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Arcs. Um, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Arcs. <laughs> 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 Raiders of the Last Arcs. <laughs> That's the new movie. This is uh, starring Mister Mister Ford. I, you know, let's 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 get into the actual film aspect of it. Like yes, this movie, yes. when you're watching it, it's like imagine being you were a kid. What did you experience seeing like the whole like this guy and there's traps, almost like you because this is before the Goonies, you know, and the Goonies had this, you know, where they're going through caves and booby traps and all this and that. But you saw this. What did you experience as a kid, like the adventure side of this? I wanted, I wanted to become Indiana Jones. I would be, you know, back then we didn't have social media and all that. So we played outside. Mm -hmm. So that just gives ideas to be adventurous outside too. So we can put a hat on with a, with a whip, you know, and, yeah. and pretend that we're out there adventurous, you know, looking for treasure so the bad guys don't get it. And, and start doing evil things with it. So it, it just expanded me that, and not only that, I got to see a different world, you know, it, it, the traveling. Yeah. You, know, you get to see the world like that. And I think these movies in the eighties, I mean, you, you really got to see the world uh, and got to see other people the way they are, the tribes, the Indians and, and uh, the whole, um, you, know, you know, like the ancient times, the locations, I mean, it's just massive. So for me, I enjoyed all all of it. Uh, yeah. Um, it wasn't boring. And yeah, like you said, later on, as I as I got older, I would revisit and understand about that whole science and why they wanted to get it, you know, and that whole the Germans why they were involved and and you know and and see that even opened my mind. Just recently, I just was watching these guys who are out in um, Egypt just ungraving these mummies and they're finding these amazing grave sites but they're <laughs> they're you know opening them up and exposing them to you know the living and i don't think they should be doing that it's yeah it's, it, it, they could be a curse you know how they exactly say that? there's a reason oh, no, why 
exactly there's a reason why they did it and it's closed and that's it i mean yeah you find one but they are totally like re, you know like just redigging all this and it's amazing to see because like ain't it's you like, ever seen the mummy um uh, yeah. brandon fraser look at exactly. that exactly hey, hey, it's a movie man it's just a movie okay let me wow look at that pretty that's a pretty good mummy take it out <laughs> so 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 you know you know this movie indiana jones really opened my mind in exploring that field of science and in you know and, and fossil finding and finding historical yeah. you know um things that just really tell the history of this world so these, you know, it's 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 a great movie. I mean, with for children, for kids, you know. I, I don't think I know what at the age of because there is some kind of there's some craziness, you know. You see a heart beating, you know, and that's a number two. And this one, you see a bunch of, uh, you know, it's just uh, I don't know. I don't know, Holmes. It's too much. It's, it's too much fast. information. I needed a brief. It's just like the like I said, the beginning. What see that's what's cool about this movie where it's like you're right away you're if you're expecting like me as a kid you know I was just like what the hell but they don't wait to give you Indiana Jones like it starts off in the middle of his adventure already he's already out there out in the you know for you you're just watching like he's in the jungle somewhere there's these other guys with them so boom they don't waste any time and automatically like. They're walking around, and then, like, you see the other two guys are like, Mr. Jones, like, be careful, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then that's when they see, like, some poison darts in which the way yeah. he knows it's poison is because he licks it. He's like, he goes, he's like, oh, it's poison. They've been here. It's like, why would you lick poison? Like, what the hell? Like, who does that? It's just like he, he yeah, I was like, do you have a special tongue that we don't have or something? What's going on there? I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> there's this, I don't know where it's from, but there's this, like, I it's see like, <laughs> Hold on, bro. Hold on. What? I'm going to try this poison for you. Hold on, dude. He's like, how do you know it's poison? He's like, look. <laughs> and there's this, there's this, this I, I, I'll post it as in, like, as heard. It's a clip where it shows this guy. There's these four people. I don't know. They look like adventurers or something like that. Like, uh, Lord of the Rings style. And this one guy pops out with a dagger. And he's like, he's like, you got to be, if you need to pass, you got to pass by me. This and that. He's like, he's like, and careful. You don't want to touch this dagger because it is one single tip and it could kill you instantly. He's like, these are my lethal daggers. And then you see him and he licks it like that and then he's like i shouldn't have licked that and then he dies <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's like oh shit i just made a mistake uh, i try to be badass and i lick myself to death because <laughs> you know how they do that in movies where they have the knife and then they like lick it yeah, like yeah yeah like They're come like, on oh, come, come get on. me and then the dumbass did that and then he died Pendejo. that's what you call a pendejo <laughs> and, then, and, and then this is what we're watching and it never occurred to me but my wife is watching it with me and she's like like i she points out that one of the guys has these short ass shorts and she's like why is he wearing short shorts i'm like because it's a jungle you know it's it's hot you know people want to stay cool he's like well why is why is he wearing a hot ass leather jacket and i'm like you know what you're right why is he in a leather jacket? It's fucking hot. I used to have a leather jacket and that shit was hot. I would not dude, wear that in a jungle. Dude, I, I do a Depeche Mode tribute. I wear leather. Are you kidding me? By the second song, it's off. 
That's true. You do wear leather. That shit's hot. Dude, I couldn't be in Indiana Jones. I'd be like, dude, oh man, it's hot, dude. And, he, you know, and he's fighting like that. I'm like, dude, what kind of leather is that? Really soft leather, or what kind of is it? Right. It's so, who and by the way, you shouldn't be. By the way, we're gonna get people like, you know, you shouldn't be wearing leather. I understand. I understand. But we're just talking back then. They wear leather. Yes. Yes. Because uh, I. I don't know PETA people coming after us. Exactly. This, this was like early 2000s. At my old job, there was um, a lost and found box, and after a certain time. They allow you to go through it and take what you want. You're like, because no oh, one ever came times. back. <laughs> so they're like, there's one of the guys, I'm right there, and he picks up the leather jacket. And he he's like, oh, man, this says uh, 2X. And he's like, because he, he was a small guy. And he's like, they ain't going to fit me. And I'm like, oh, let me see. And I try it on, and it fits me good. And on there, it says genuine 100, 100% leather. And it was Italian. It was an Italian jacket. That's a good night. Right? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is nice. So I took it. And I would wear that for years. But then I lost a lot of weight. And that, that thing looked all huge on me. So I just gave it away. I was like, whatever. I got it free. But did that smell, thing. Did it smell Italian? Like Italian cologne? Because it Italian. Was, Man. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it didn't stink, but it was nice. It, you would smell it and be like, mm, real leather. But like, hey, hey, it, it just, right. I, I could only wear that at certain times of the year because that thing, I would get hot in it. So, like, dude, Indiana it, Jones wearing I've a leather seen, jacket in a dude, jungle? Like, what were you thinking? Being cool, you sacrifice. Okay. But who's he being that. cool for? The guys that he's traveling with? Like, oh, look, at, look at Mr. Jones. He looks nice. He's also cool. <laughs> exactly. No, he's making a movie. He's like, I got I to gotta wear this. Why? They're paying you. Yeah, I got to wear it. I got to wear it. I'm pretty sure he was uh, tired of wearing that leather jacket in the Yeah. Car. But they're like, hey, remember how much his, his manager would tell him, remember, D digits are paying you for this. Okay, okay. He's like, hey, uh, he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm not gonna wear this leather jacket. This is goddamn hot. He's like, hey, um, uh, Mr. Ford, um, they're gonna give you three million dollars. Oh, hey, give me the jacket. I don't care. Can you make me three of them? Make me three of them, please. <laughs> but hey, I'm doing, I'm doing. you're right though. He does look do like I, a badass. Do he I get merchandise? Cool. Do I get merchandise? By the way, does he get merchandise? Does look Harrison me. Ford get merchandise off the Indiana explosion of merch? Because if he did, well, yeah, I mean, I know he didn't get any percentage from Star Wars. Maybe he learned his, his maybe he learned his lesson from Star Wars and he said, hey, Lucas, um, I need some merch. Right. There, there are certain actors who've done that, that regret. Um, I, there is a movie that we did, but as, in my notes, like I, for, I passed it over and I forgot to bring it up. They regret but it? That, that happens where when they're signing the contract, they're like, okay, you could either take a base pay, like we'll, we'll like, it, we'll flat out sell you. I mean, we'll give you, you know, whatever, a million dollars right now, or we'll give you instead of a million dollars, we'll give you fifty thousand dollars, but we'll give you a percentage of the gross. And they're like, I don't want to get you know fifty thousand dollars. Just give me whatever the million dollars or whatever. They're like, all right, boom, movie's a massive hit. It's out overseas and all of that the percentage they would have made you know a hundred million dollars but because they didn't do that so there's actors that have done that they're like fuck you know mm -hmm. and they're because they sometimes they don't know it's is the movie gonna too. be it's huge a, or not it's, it's a gamble too but i get it but if i were well i mean i would go for the percentage than just the mass up front you know yeah i mean if i were that kind of uh you know hey what do you want hey you want the cash 
Up front, Holmes? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, we got money. Or, or you you, you're going to want to hold on. You want to hold on and you get a percentage because it can be, it can flop or it can make it mega. So you take it. You tell me. Now I'm it talking might. like Al Pacino. You take it. <laughs> okay. You want something? <laughs> okay. Hey, don't fuck it up, okay? Hey, don't fuck it up. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? I'm going to share a story with you where I got fucked over like that, bro. So in my early days in when I was young, like I got basically, I was used by uh, some guy, a producer in Hollywood. And and I don't mean I was touched. You were touched? No. <laughs> oh, my but, God. So no. I... I I, when I was going to LACC, uh, Los Angeles City College, they had like a film program there and they could, you know, they had this wow. thing where like you could submit your name when they, I learned about it, where people in Hollywood and all that, they need certain people, like certain jobs and stuff like that. They'll go through this book. It, you know, it was almost like now you could go online and they'll be like, oh, I'm looking for an editor. And here's, here's a list of all these people with their information, contact, and you call them up. Well, I get a call from this guy and he's like, hey, my name is such and such, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I would like to use you as an editor for, for, for projects. So I was like, all right. So this guy ended up using me to, he was going to pitch a show to, to a network. So he wanted me to, to edit a, the pilot for him. So it, I remember sitting like one of the days with 16 hours, no lie in my fucking chair, mm. editing. And that was just one day. And all of this stuff. So at that, at the end of the day, when I went to go deliver the product to him, he's like, he had the money in hand and he's like, all right, so here's how we want to do it. He's like, I can pay you the amount right now. I'll give you the money. Or what I could do is like, I'll just give you gas money. And when I sell this show, I'm going to bring you on board and you know you'll you'll come on and you'll make more and blah 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 and so on and so bam, forth bam, bam, so bam, as a kid bam, like you know i'm young early 20s like you know i'm like oh, oh fuck yeah dude this isn't my way my foot in hollywood like get my foot in the door it's like, live more i'm inside because he's all saying like if, right. I, if you take this money that's it we're done you did the job that's it if i get you're not you know if i get the show gets picked up you're not gonna hear from me but this way you know and i was just like Nah, you know, so he gives me the gas money. I take that and the fucking show doesn't get picked up or anything. He's like, nah, you know what? I have another idea. He's like, want to work on this? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So he did that twice. And I was like, so I I have two pilots. I use them in my demo reel and shit like that. But he, I, I put together two shows and nothing. And again, I'm like, you know what? This fucker's like using me <clears throat> to edit his shit and not put any work. And basically getting it for free and i was like so by the third time when he hit me up i told him no and he got all mad and pissed off but i was like fuck this guy dude he's not even fucking paying me like well like i was young i was stupid to hollywood dude no no yeah. no you weren't stupid dude you learned your lesson that happened to me a lot of times too i've done they're like people are going what does this have to do with raiders of the lost arcs <laughs> it means that um it means whatever <laughs> but no seriously so that's hollywood man that, that sucks the secret words are I've earned. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I've earned. So get these two. There's going to be some few more on another episode, next week's episode. But these two, collect them all and you'll have the phrases. So here you go. Once again, it's I've earned. Well, here, here's how I relate it. 
here's the here's the Harrison Ford's contract. Yeah. Or reel it back in, reel it back he, in. He negotiated for a seven-figure salary, so with seven figures and a percentage of the gross profits, and an option to rewrite his dialogue so Jones did not sound too much like Solos to avoid being typecasted. So that means oh, wow. Harrison Ford. Wow is going to receive a percentage of the gross profits based on how much this movie made. Right. You know, he made a pretty penny and that's what they do. They, they, they do all of this. Like, you know, da hell Danny DeVito, you know, the role of the, the guy who, who uh, played Gimli that I mentioned earlier. Um, he's the guy that's a friend with, and he goes to, I think he's in Egypt. Um, that guy, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? What's his name? Well, once I find his name, um, let's see, because I want to. Okay, he plays Salah. He's John Rydias. He um, Davis, yes. Who they wanted originally for that role, because they wanted a little kind of short guy, stubby guy for this role. Well, Danny DeVito was the one they went to. Uh. Yeah, Danny DeVito. But there was two obstacles that caused him from not being casted in this film. One was the fact that you know. Uh, he was having issues with, because uh, of taxi, he was kind of busy. But what real, uh, again, sealed, like the, or ended the deal was where they could have probably worked around that. But his agent, not, I, I don't know if it was him, but sometimes agent, agents fuck up shit for actors because I've heard stories about that. Oh, man, it's welcome to they were They were asking too much money. So they of said, course. You know nah, get out of here, you know, and boom. Fuck that up. Yeah. And so we, so freaking, that's why if you, if you see a romancing the stone, that's kind of, they try to, you know, it's like Indiana Jones stuff. That's why he's in that movie, but he could have been in this way before that. So yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Like I said, there's moments where like certain actors could have been in certain roles, but you know, by the way, that's a good, that's a good movie. The romancing the stone. They have two with, with Doug, Michael Douglas. Yes. Michael Douglas and um, a young, young, What's he was name? like he was like he was like very popular the hottest actor during that time so yeah and i, I yeah I, I romancing the stone just and she was act uh the actress she's great actress too oh, God, what's what her was... name she was the voice of jessica rabbit she yeah. was in body heat ah what's her name yeah, she's hot she was a hot woman dude oh hell yeah sexy hot woman like for me as a kid watching her on I'll kathleen be like, turner yes kathleen turner dude she's and she so had funny. like she had like a deep voice too yeah she's like come here boy come here <laughs> give me some give me you're gonna need some find some you want to find an arc <laughs> i've got I'm an arc for covenant, you man there you go she was also serial mom yeah um but yeah, it's because that's like a you know it's a very much almost like Indiana Jones esque you know, know. it's and like then people are telling or you know people are saying why are you guys talking about her why aren't you guys talking about Karen Allen she was in the movie yeah for hey for Karen Allen for those of you who are like very much like uh, you know she was in a lot of my uh, she did. favorite she made, movies dude yeah she did look her her Ross dude she was in Starman. Oh, dude! I had that on Betamax. I love that movie with Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges in that. There film. you go. Oh, uh, uh, relating back to, to Scrooge. Yeah. Oh, dude, Scrooge. I love her in Scrooge, dude. She's like so perfect. That part in the when she's in the future and she's all like, "Get out of here, these little orphan kids. Leave me she, alone." Yeah. She also worked with Pacino and and a movie called Cruising. 
that came out in 1980. Hey, you want a cruiser rebate? Come on, baby. Let's go. <laughs> what, uh, one of my favorite, you know, comedies out there. She was in Animal House. So that's another huge hit. Oh, oh. And also The Perfect Storm. Yes. The Perfect with, Storm. Which I don't like that actor. I mean, uh, I just George Clooney? I yeah, I just can't stand that. Why you don't like? Why? How come you don't no. like George Clooney? No, I don't like that guy. He's faker, eh? <laughs> He's a faker. <laughs> there, was, there was a movie. I I went on a date. We went to go see a movie. He was an agent. I was like, this wannabe 007. Come on, dude. I don't know what the name. I'll figure out. I'll, I don't have it on the top of my head right now the name of the movie, but I couldn't stand that movie, dude. I was just like, I think I overdosed on popcorn. He's like Mr. Faker over here going to movies. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, but she was on the Perfect Storm. She's a great actress, so she really is. Uh, yeah, she was also in the Sandlot for you '90s kids. She played the mom to little to Smalls, and for for uh, another movie that doesn't that I feel like is underrated was it was actually a hit film, but it's like. People are too much about the gang films. They're always about the Warriors, in which the Warriors is an amazing movie. Oh, but yeah, there is dude. this movie called The Wanderers, and she was in that. She oh, was yeah, in The yeah. Wanderers. Um, what you call? Oh, The Peacemaker. Is that the one you're talking about? With yes, dude. Get Peacemaker. <laughs> it was no Peacemaker. It was just when Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Oh, dude, no way, dude. I hate that movie. I nah, stop. Mr. Faker, get out of here. Get out of here, Mr. George Clooney. Get out of here. <laughs> well, Karen Allen, uh, Karen Allen, yeah, what you know, uh, something about I love her smile. Like she has this oh, yeah. distinct smile, and it's just like she's perfect because I love that they brought her back in the fourth film. So, so she makes a return, but it's so cool. But there, I got some questions here. Bro. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, before go we on. got, before you know what she looks like too. She looks like Margaret Kidder, and she was the one who played I used Lewis to Lane. Her. Yeah, and everybody would complain, uh, uh, confuse both of them because when I look at her, I was like, "Wow, she's got a Margaret." Kidder. By the way, Margaret Kidder's gone. She's had a hell of a year, dude. Like, I mean, her life after that, it's been. I don't even know. I know she's still alive, but uh, she did a beautiful Lois Lane working with Christopher Reeve. Oh, no, I know? think she she passed away like maybe two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, that's right. I think you're right because she was in the news that her neighbors were finding her. She was out there. She right was in around. the backyard, like. Yeah, she died. Oh, she died two. Yeah, two years ago, 2018. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like she. I rem. I was in junior high, I think, when that happened. Where like she was all crazy and shit, and she was in someone's backyard. You know what? I'm I'm a big fan of the Superman uh, series. You know, like one, two, and well, I know three and, but Christopher. <laughs> all right, Reed, maybe you're not a fan of the series. Just the first two. Just the first two, man. Okay, just one, one and two. You know, maybe three. <laughs> yeah. Richard Pryor was in it. It's okay. Um. <laughs> you know it's like okay it's my, like, my, my son just came home sorry oh he nice came to say hi hey, that's, <laughs> i like that respectable son comes in and says hello dad um no i was just saying i was just like it's just sad that they look so beautiful up in the screen and then off screen they have these tragic lives you know christopher reeve you know for lot of horse became paralyzed and then he died. Uh, yeah. And then his wife passed away. And then Margaret Kidder, you know, she, I mean, she had a real he hectic. I mean, it's just sad to see that these giants, same, some, well, in Indiana Jones, um, we haven't had any, I mean, Harrison Ford's still with us, you know, and. Yeah, and he, hell, he crashed a plane. 
twice or three <laughs> yeah. times, bro. This yeah. guy is like wow. four times a lady. Yeah, something himself. like that, right? Yeah, by himself, dude. He's like, I'm trying to be, you know. It's like, dude, you, you flew the Manelli and Falcon, and you can't even find this. Right? <laughs> hey, who's that? The Sergeant Ford coming down. I'll let you in. Gana, vámonos. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, hold on. Look grab, at his grab the elotes. Grab the elotes. He like crashed somewhere around like Santa Monica because he yeah, flew out of Santa by, Monica dude. Airport. Well, he's fucking so. funny. He's fu- <laughs> dude, they don't even let him fly out of Santa Monica anymore. They're like, fuck, I'm going to go to Compton Airport. I'm going to fly like, out. I there. don't care if he's Mr. <laughs> Indiana. No, he's not flying no more. <laughs> Listen, that's when they did a report. It was like, hey, yeah, he's flying over here. Who? Harrison Ford. You're flying over Compton. Yeah, because you know, he can't fly in Santa Monica no more. So he flies over here in Compton, and I am like, "Hey, dude, you're not, you're not Han Solo." You sound like it would be like the elotero that the the news interviews. He's like, "So, Mister, uh, oh, whatever your name." That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my neighbor who. I mean, he, yeah, he, he's, he's like, my, he's like my, "Hi, <laughs> Channel Seven News here." So, what what did you report? What did you see in the sky? I I saw Harrison Ford's. He was flying, and then I Indiana was, Jones himself. Wait, yes, are you, the, are you sure? Yeah, hey, la película si la tengo en DVD. Uh, <laughs> And and you have some? I have Blu-ray right here if you want one. Uh, no, no, sir. We just want to know what exactly no, happened. Okay, right now I got a special. You get two Elotas and a Harrison Ford, and then you get to see it. You know Harrison Ford? He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> that must have been crazy for people. Like what? That's Mr. What? Indiana over there, man. The fugitive. Over here. Yeah, get your Elotas for a Harrison Ford. He flies over here and come sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he might fall one day. One day he's gonna fall and hit one of these houses. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like they, they got that. now. I don't think he's allowed to fly anymore. No, I think I think they're like Mr. Harrison Ford. You're not going now. That's there's there's COVID nineteen. I think COVID nineteen has calmed yeah. everybody down, so he's, he's not like, flying anymore. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, that's hilarious! Oh man, all right. So back to the movie, Karen <laughs> yes. Allen. I yes. got a, I got a question to ask. Okay, so. In the beginning of the movie, you know, we get the whole thing. Like, like I said, he's going through an adventure with the boulder and all this and that. Like, I love the traps, the little where he puts his hand through the light. Oh, yeah. Like that whole scene and then how he puts the sand and he like weighs it. Like he's like, hmm, and he switches. That's cool. Adventurous. The guy backstabs him. Like that's freaking like, he's like, what a dick. Because he like, he goes, he's like, throw me the idol. He's like, give me the whip. He's like, no, he's like, we don't have a lot of time. And then he dies. So that was cool. Like all that. And then that stupid guy pops out at the end and steals the idol and he runs the whole, you know, and then we go to the school where all the girls are in love with him. And then one of them has like the, I uh, love you on her eyelashes. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, That was cool. That reminded me of seeing from the critic where like the girl, she does that. I love you. And then there's a girl with one eye. So it, when she blinks, it just says ditto. <laughs> and and like that was it's funny to show that. It's funny, it's funny to show that, you know, like the girls are all in love with the professors. I was like, oh, I like Well, it. this leads to my question because it's yes. like, she's a teacher. Ah. I mean, he's a teacher. He's all, you know, he's a young, I, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but you know, he's a trap. You know, yeah. And, yeah, he is. And all the girls are like in love with this guy. Cause he thinks, oh, look at my teacher so hot. Cause they're all like, Oh, I'll swooning all this and right. that. That's when the U.S. government comes. They tell him about it. So he goes out on an adventure, but he needs something uh, because of his of some uh, a father or someone, right? Right. No. This is when he goes to the bar, sees Karen Allen. After when he meets her, she fucking punches him in the face, right? And she starts here. I have the line right here because 
we learned that they had a, an, a relationship, right? Yeah, this she, was a jealous yeah. ex-girlfriend. Yes, jealous ex-girlfriend. But what, what we know of what she's in her early 20s. The line she says is, I was a child. I was in love. It was wrong. And yet, and, and, and you're, uh, fucking, I wrote it wrong. Um, he's like, yeah, it was wrong. And yet we did it. You knew what you were doing. And I was just like, wait, what the fuck? So that means, and I started reading, she was like 15, maybe 16. And he was older. Cause he's like, yeah, I was young. I was in love. It was wrong. And you knew it. He was older. So that means Mr. Indiana Jones was messing around with this girl, hooking up with her while she was a teenager. Because I was just like, I, I that never, I never hit me before, but that's basically what why she's upset because she was a teenager and he took advantage of her, you know, because she said like you knew, you know, you knew what it, it was wrong, but yeah, you did it anyways. So I was like, what the fuck, Mr. Anna Jones? Hey, what what right, adventure right. is this? Eh? It's against the law. Back then, it was a different kind of adventures. No, you know what? Look, I yeah, that that's kind of like wow, you know. But if you look at that, that's just the way. I mean, I don't know. What do I know? You know, it's just. I mean, she told him it was wrong, and you knew it. That's what that's what the line was should have been. Um, he's like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, he knew. He's like, well, look, it's like I could go to jail or I could go with the good girl. <laughs> you know, and he's like, he had to decide. But it was this was all right. Based problems, on, guys have problems, man. Yeah, I don't like problems. This, <laughs> this is gonna make Mister Indiana look very different in our eyes. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you know, I don't like problems. It's like they say, Mister Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. This guy was like with the, you know. But you know what? Look at the. I mean, but I look. I mean, I know that we have advanced now and things have changed now, and I mean, but I'm not saying it's just there are there are they. And that are, day, women were getting. There are 16 year old and getting married. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, my grandmother, she lived to be a hundred. She had ten kids. Oh shit! So she started very young. I would say, yeah. but I wouldn't say at that at that age, but at the proper age, I guess, in her time. Yeah. I mean, at that but, time, it wasn't really. Fr- I mean, if they were like eleven or ten, they would have been like, "Hey, what the?" F-? You know, but oh, uh, maybe my 15, 16. Too much. It's too much. Okay. I know. You know, it's, this is, we're going too heavy. <laughs> it's too heavy right now, it's man. A fantasy fun film, not Mr. Yeah. Indiana. <laughs> Let's dig deep, man. Hey, why did he like that? Oh, he might. <laughs> He's like, don't don't ruin Mr. Indiana. But yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a big point. I mean, and, I mean, look at look at all the movies back in the '80s. There's a lot of that topic that you'd like. You look back and you're like, whoa, you know, where you see guys slapping girls, and I was like on big film you're like no you don't see that or you know what i'm saying or you see her kicking the guy's ass back there's you know, there's this movie um it's called jersey boys i don't know if you've ever seen it's a it's a really good movie me, me and my boys. wife yeah, yeah me and my wife love this movie and in jersey boys there's a scene because this is this takes place like you know obviously back when when they were the band was going on well there's this one part where they're watching a movie and and uh kurt douglas is in it you know so michael douglas is again you know speaking of so it's always going back to everybody but they're watching one of his movies when he was young so it's black and white and in the scene like he's talking it's an, an actual clip from a real movie so kurt douglas is talking to the, the the actress the woman and at one point flat out like slaps the hell out of her in the face oh. and she she takes it 
but yeah, she yeah. doesn't cry and that's when like the the producer the record you know producer guy is sitting there and he goes man big girls don't cry make me that's right watch this make me oh he will oh <laughs> watch i bet you she cries big girls don't cry And that's where the, the the writer the he like thinks about oh, and that's how they come up with the song for big girls don't cry like, that's what the movie says i don't know if that's true but that's an actual film and you're right back when that was like ah you could open hell sean connery used to think that was okay you know back in the day yeah like, yeah open hand that. slap is like if it's called for it's just like it's it's like yeah it seems, it's, it's that's know. why a lot of people didn't like sean connery and but you know Eddie and Murphy not, makes a joke about that in delirious yeah, where he's yeah. all like you know either driving oh. you can just slap he's like <laughs> oh no he's like pull over he's like no no we won't have none of that here he's like no, but no. If, you, if you slap a black woman he's like he's like why don't you just go to sleep <laughs> my mom's one of them them sisters you don't hit you can't hit sisters period remember in the old days when you could beat up a woman Remember that shit back in the 20s? Guys just smack their wives in the movies, they psh, and they'll just go, oh. You can't do shit like that no more. Women be taking aerobics, they'll fuck you up now. It's scary too, man. Especially a black woman. You hit a black woman, she lose her mind and shit. Seriously, they go crazy on you. can have a real timid sister for a girl and smack it, be like, I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker. You don't hit me, goddamn. You don't hit me, shit. You don't put your hands in my face. My father don't put his hand in my face. You don't hit me. Baby, please stop. Baby, please. Stop. Stop, baby. Hold up. Stop. Please, please. Calm down, baby. Calm down. You don't hit me, motherfucker. Just get the fuck out. So you out your own house. You be so scared you get the fuck out, too. That's some shit. You know you scared when a woman say, get the fuck out your own house and you leave. Scared motherfucker. I had a girlfriend once. I smacked her and got all cool on it and shit. And then she got cool and it scared me more and shit. I just left. Cause I slapped and got macho and said, I didn't want to do that shit, baby. But you bought that shit on yourself. Don't make me have to do it again. You said, no, no, I did bring it on myself. I did. Um, why don't you just go to sleep? <laughs> you know like that's, i guess it's just a different time so this whole 15 six year old love triangle thing i, I don't know it's how, the macho man it's a macho macho man yeah <laughs> how, how about we just I go back to talking about the let's movie. go back to the arc let's get go, go back to the arc yeah so let, let's let's go back to the arc so home alone stolen idea from this because once indiana jones leaves uh kieran allen's character so um when Damn it, my mouse is not working anymore. Um, so when he leaves Marion, because uh, he's looking for that piece, and she's like, I don't know where it's at. The that's when the Nazis show up and they're they're looking for the exact same thing. And at one point, she takes it off and puts it on the table. So they they set the place on fire. He tries to grab it, but it's so hot, it burns his hand. And he runs outside into the snow and he puts his hand into the snow. And that's exactly a scene from Home Alone because in Home Alone, Joe Pesci's character grabs onto the door handle and it burns his hand and he goes and shoves it into the snow to cool it down. And when he lifts up his hand, you see the imprint of the of the of the door on his hand. And that's exactly I was like, hey, they got that idea. And I, I don't know why I've never noticed that. 
but it was cool because it's like oh look at you know a little bit of home alone right there in that movie even though indiana was first but yeah but but it, like like you know that film right right away they're like it starts going off into the whole like you know the adventure like now we gotta get traveling and and you just right away from there there's no more like tucky tucky it's all just them traveling fighting off the nazis like what was your favorite scene wow i think i would have i would love the chase in the the car chase throughout the countryside and then they get to the hillside and you see them just jump out you know slide out you know they get hit and and then uh when harrison ford is on top of that jeep and it's that German Jeep in front in the front hood. That's yeah. such a, an amazing scene <laughs> where he's like, you know, I mean, there's that, you know, he's fighting in the Jeep and then uh, yeah. the Jeep truck, those big, you know, just army, whatever they're called. And then he, you know, he falls in, ta- in front of the, the Jeep while it's moving in motion. There's a, a whole row of Jeeps going to this destination. And yeah. just and just the filming of that, him going under the car while he's filming, and then he, him going back up and kicking these guys' ass, and some amazing, like, just... There's a very good stunts in that film, man. Oh, dude, I mean, uh, look, it's just, I can go back, because I've seen this movie so many times, I've studied those stunt, stunt moves, and it's just amazing how they did that and how they put it on, on film. Um, it's, it's cool because they add comedy in an action scene. Yeah, especially, yeah. There's a part where <laughs> they're driving in the in the Jeep, right? And they're coming up to the, like this building where there's all these ladders and, and stuff like that. And there's all these workers and they start hitting all the ladders and the workers are like, ah, they're all hanging out. Oh, but yeah. there's one that falls on the hood of the Jeep. Of the- oh, yeah, his face. <laughs> that face, he looks, dude. He's like, what the? <laughs> and he falls off and i love the the nazi and indiana jones because they both look at each other and they laugh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that is a funny scene do you see yeah I there's love, a lot of those moments there yeah too. i love that part because you see the guy's face and the face he makes the expression. oh it's, it's hilarious <laughs> like one moment he's just working on a ladder like that at the, and the next he's on a cheap like, like what am i doing with a archaeologist and a german what is going on here i was just doing mining my own business painting. oh man and that's what i like like the indiana jones and the other guy they just look at each other they laugh but then indiana jones uses that moment to also punch him out of the jeep yeah yeah so like Which, that's what i'm saying there's like, a whole action yeah, sequences and then they throw a little bit of comedy in there Harrison Ford's physique in that movie is amazing. I mean, he was in his 30s during that time. So his physique, you know, to really, you know, that one scene to, oh, I'm I'm getting a flashback of uh, the one scene where, oh yeah, this guy with a sword comes up, one of those funny scenes and he's doing all this maneuver with the swords. And then Harrison Ford is just like, I'm tired of this, pulls out his his pistol and just blows him. Just... You know. <laughs> now let me share something with you about that scene because I'm curious if you know this. In that scene, the original scene that called for that in the shooting script was the guy comes out with the sword and there's a big fight because that was supposed to be the lead up to where Indiana Jones he's out there and he's fighting off these guys because Marion got kidnapped. You know, they put her in a basket and you know they they start running away. So he's going after her, trying to save her. So that's when, like, he's fighting off all these guys out of nowhere. The guy with the sword comes out, and there's supposed to be a big-ass fight scene. Well, I don't know if you know this, but 
Harrison Ford got really, really ill, like freaking sick. And I'm not talking about like, you know, oh, he's um, came down with the flu. No, it, it was it was basically the poops and throwing up. Chum. And he was sick. So when you yeah, look chum. at what, yeah, <laughs> watch that scene again. You see him covered in sweat. Like, yes, not I remember. Good. Oh, wow. So he was so sick. Like they, they needed to film the scene. So what they came up with the idea in which this is the part I don't remember. It may have been Harrison Ford, but they thought, what if it would be funny if the guy comes out, twirls it just like in the scene, but yeah. then he pulls out the gun and just shoots him. That's it. And they went with that because he was so sick, he couldn't film the fight scene. So they went with that, and that scene ended up becoming an iconic, memorable scene. Also extremely funny. So did you know that? That's not the original idea. He was so sick, he couldn't film the scene. So that's why they did the gunshot. Mira, 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 no sabía. I didn't know. <laughs> you learn things every day. I like it. That's why That's why the show exists, because we revisit, and then you and I get mm -hmm. to learn about these our favorite films. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he looked very like he had Chorro even there. He was like, it's going to come out, dude. All right, just hurry up, dude. Film. How much? <laughs> how much? How many feet? 400 feet of film? He's like, Damn. I can't move. I have to stay still and clinch. <laughs> All right, Harrison Ford. Hey, did I poop? Did I poop? No, no, I was like, uh, we'll just put a camel behind you. We'll let it, uh, we'll blame it on the camel. <laughs> and, and what I don't understand is how, like, Harrison Ford at one point thinks Marion died because they she's in a basket. He knows yeah. she's in a basket. They put her in the back of the truck, right? The truck drives away. It goes around the corner. He catches up, and then the truck flips and explodes. At what point was she removed from the basket? Because we're meant to believe that she was still in that car and blew up, and then we find out later she's in the desert. Like, how the hell did she get out? Right, right. Maybe uh, the Germans. Uh, no, know. well, we know she got switched and this and that, but it's just so weird because it is so fast. It's kind of like that scene from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where he's in the, the wearing the armor. He rolls down the stairs. A guard comes up and stabs him. And then he's like, oh, I slipped out of it. Like how? Like there's moments that are too fast. It's kind of like the submarine where they're on the boat, they finally get away and the, the Germans come, the U-boat comes and they basically get Marion back. They get the Ark and they're going to sail away. And I mean, I sail away, like go away. And then Harrison Ford swims, gets on the freaking sub. And then you see a map, the, the animated map where it's traveling to the secret right. location. Right. And you see a scene where Harrison Ford is holding on to the periscope and he's on top the whole time. So a lot, right. that's one of those things where people question like the, what if the submarine went under, you know what? I totally get it. Like, what about if the submarine went under and he was dead? Forget it. He would be dead. Yeah, that's it. The movie's over. It's over, over, but I guess and, they, the, uh, yeah. And then he's already, the scene went like, he's already inside the submarine, right? They didn't even, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess they didn't have enough real for it. Just know, George Lucas was not a fan of that. But he was, he like, he hated the way that looked. But he just said, was like, you know what? Like, said, I don't like that you guys are doing this scene right here, but maybe people won't notice. Like, let's you see, know, he was like, I don't know, like, see how much money? All right, forget it. Forget <laughs> I even said that. And, and let's, just say, let's just say Indiana Jones died. Like, he drowned, right? They went under, he's in the middle of the ocean, and he dies. Well, guess what? The, nothing's going to happen because the, I mean, the Nazis aren't going to get away with it because 
this is one of those moments like where the hero did nothing and the bad guy still died. Like they still failed at their mission because guess what? With or without Indiana Jones being tied up to that pole, they would have still died regardless because they opened their, their plan was to open the arc and, 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 the things would have still come out. They would have looked at it. The, the army would have gotten electrocuted just like normal, and they would have melted their faces. They would have died. So regardless if Indiana Jones was there or not, the Nazis would have still died. So this is one of those moments where the hero doesn't really do anything. He doesn't save the day. So if Indiana Jones drowned on the submarine, it didn't matter because those are the Nazis would have died. <clears throat> the only difference is Marion would have probably looked. And she would have probably died too because she she was told not to look. So Indy basically saved her. But it's just right. one of those moments that's just kind of like, well, Indy, did you really do anything? Nah. <laughs> no, but it was a good movie. It, yeah, it, it was, you know. <laughs> no, I it, totally get it, you know, but it's just an adventure movie. It is an adventure. You know what? It's, it's, just... one of those, it's one of those movies. This is kind of movies where you just, you, you, you sit down, you get some popcorn you, you and your favorite drink. And you ride with it without even questioning too much. Yeah. You know, because it's not one of those moves where you can question too much because then it starts sounding silly. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, silly and dumb. Yeah, trust right? me. Trust Believe me. me. Like, there's it's things like... in this movie that like just stand out that bother me. Like, you know when they're first digging? Indiana Jones is not that far away from the Nazis, and they're all digging. You're telling me they're not going to notice another team digging? They only notice it the next day? Like, they're yeah. digging there all day, all night, and at one point the next morning – he looks and he sees a bunch of guys and they're like, ah, they get the army. Like, come on. Like, how did they not notice them? It took them that well. Like, if I'm an excavation team, I got the Nazis army and I look over and I see a bunch of guys over there, I'm going to be like, what the hell is that? Let me go check, you know? So when you think of things like that, the submarine stuff, yeah, it kills it. You're supposed to, like, let go of that, it, go with the fantasy. Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom, they jump out of a plane and they're in a raft. Yes, dude. I mean, it's amazing That's because fun. in our mind, you were like, how in the world? I mean, the stunts that, I mean, those are incredible stunts we've seen in these films. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's some stuff that you can't really question too much. Even in Star Wars too, you're like, what? You know? Yeah, you know. you're supposed to just, I, I forget but, what the term but, is, but, but you, you just, just have let to go. Let, yeah, you can let go. You have to let the imaginary, adventurous, spontaneous, just it's, let it be. And then after, after yeah. you can question it, but. Of course, because you know, if but, you put too much logic into stuff, of course you're going to be fun. like. It's like in anything, dude. It's like if you're making too love and you're putting too much into it. <laughs> not that not, not putting too much into it you know, the other partner might like it but you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah <laughs> hey you're putting too much into it hey is that sexual <laughs> hey mucho take it easy all right <laughs> hey, hey no more hornies don't get too hornies hey this is the pg show actually it's not even pg we curse you know what i mean yeah we pretend <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that's why you like you're supposed to just let go. That's why and, that's why enjoy the film. That's why I hate that part four gets a lot of hate because part four yeah. people were mad about like oh he's swinging on vines with the monkeys and there is so much that people are like oh he hides in a in a in a freaking a refrigerator with the atom bomb. I'm like why did you have an? It's because we're it was that movie was released at a different time where people like to put so much logic into shit where back in the 80s people just let go and went off and enjoyed movies. Yeah, because in the 80s everybody was high on coke. They let it ride. <laughs> they were like, hey, man, how about, 
Scarface, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna let it ride, Holmes. Yeah, look. No, no. He's a wrestler. Superman and he bought too. himself a tiger. Come on, Superman. I wanted to be Superman, but damn, they made it look so realistic. We see a, a guy, Christopher Reeve, flying in a big screen. I mean, that was amazing on New York landscape. I mean, wow. And then you have now they got Indiana Jones in amazing locations in the world that you and I have never seen. I've never, I mean, I've traveled, but I haven't even gone that extent yeah. to see the world and how other people live and the mixture of people and science and archaeology and all that stuff. And, and then you have the Nazis, which makes it interesting. And you have, a good movie that's what how, how many how long is this movie two hours uh yeah it was like a two hours and like three minutes okay man and it goes there's fast. a there's a three hour cut to this movie wow three hours yeah films. there's a three hour cut because it, it at the end george lucas i mean not george lucas uh spielberg turned in like a little over three hour film so they had to re-edit and cut it down to to you know lucas's liking so they were able to take off basically a whole hour so there's a bunch of footage that's missing that should have been, you know, originally put in. So, you know, and here's a cool little thing. And, and uh, I don't know if, you know, you know this, but there's, you know, the part where it begins in the well of souls, you know, where all the snakes, the snakes are when yes. they first get the ark. Well, there's these pillars right next to the ark. Yes. And one of the pillars, there's higher, there's, a, well, all of them have hieroglyphics, but one of them have a hieroglyphic of R2-D2 and c3po what yeah it's pretty cool like you can see i'll send you a picture but there's a cool little image of c3po and r2d2 right there a hieroglyphic oh, and it's pretty wow. cool so we're like oh my like, oh what you know and then plus hey they say star wars takes place in a galaxy far far oh, away no you know way. so because it starts off a long time ago in a gap so maybe this was you know before you know so but yeah it's just a little nod to you know lucas so that's pretty cool you know um which oh, I like that. the soundtrack, by the way. Oh, John yeah, Williams. John Williams, bro. John Williams. You no, know, created the landscape music for this film. So, I mean, and you know, lately I've been listening to my favorite landscape films. Like last night, I listened to King Kong, the 1976. Oh, version. yeah, I saw that. And that one was John Barry. And man, just listening to that took me back watching the film and how it made me feel. And that's what's cool about the music. It's not just these films being edited and put together. It's also the creation of the mu the music that puts this uh, these kind of movies that gives it life and emotion that we just want to be like, become Indiana Jones and be a part of the movie. You know, it's yeah. huge. I mean, the soundtracks, honestly, like, man, like they they can make or break a movie because having the wrong music could hurt a film. A, oh, a totally. Scene. I have a list of films that are great films, but the soundtrack sucked. Like what, what are you, what were you thinking? You know? Yeah. Or, and sometimes there's films where like, they, they don't put music in that scene and it works, but other times like, like, so, like there's I, like one of the soundtracks, it just pops in my head right now because I was on Facebook cause I was trying to look for your post. So it makes me think. So the soundtrack to the social network, the, the movie about Facebook, oh, yeah. That yeah, soundtrack, yeah. man, I got so obsessed with that freaking, that soundtrack. Yeah, like, good, and it was so good. Marketing. Yeah, they won an Oscar for it, you know? Yeah. And it was Trent by, you Reznor. know, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. And that soundtrack. Well, think it, about it. Trent it Reznor. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it fit, you know, perfectly with the computers and the synths. Facebook computer technology, they use synths. So that's why I was going to say it, it, it fits perfectly with the computer because it sounds like it's a living computer the music that's what i loved about it yeah and that's what i'm saying that when you have a, a movie like indiana jones 
the, yeah. the, the you can't have computer music to it. You got to add, you know, or orchestral drums and real, you know, international sounds to make it a uh, success to how, you know. Yeah. You know, to these make it, you know, to make these film bigger, you know. It's the, the musica is is más nice like más like la banda. You put sí. the banda right here and he dances and people like it. Makes you know, and then they buy more popcorns. <laughs> Quieren bailar in the aisles. They're like all dancing. So what? Um, so how many times have you seen this film? Honestly, I, I I don't know. I know this is the one that I've seen the least <clears throat> in my time than the other two. Because one, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, that one used to be on TV a lot. So that yeah, one I would I watch a lot. And I, I saw that a lot as a kid. Same with uh, Last Crusade. That one tend to be so Raiders. Like I said, I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I know I've seen it the least out of it. Like right now, Netflix has them all. So Indiana Jones is all on Netflix. So if you have a Netflix account, you could see it. You know, uh, um, like one of the last things I'll say about the movie is I like that how I never understood this. This is one thing that used to make me wonder, like, I don't get this. I didn't know what it was doing. So there's a part where it's on the ship. Remember, they're on the boat. They think they got away. They're sailing away off to the sunset. And they have the ark in a box, right? Yes. They have an ark in a box, right? And then here comes the Nazis. They steal it. Well, well, they actually, I'm sorry, they steal it from the Nazis. So they're selling away on the box. Since they stole it, the crate was a Nazi crate. And they have the swastika, the swastika on the box, right? Right, right. At one point, you start seeing smoke appearing. And then it cuts, and then you see in uh, the room, Indiana Jones and Marion, you know, they're right there in the room, blah, blah, blah. Well, Later on, you see the crate again, and there's a big-ass burnt mark on the box. Right. When I was, I didn't understand that when I was a kid. When I got older, I watched that, and I'm like, why does it do that? And then I started watching. I'm like, I realized, oh, it burned off the swastika off the box. like Because yes. it, it's holy. It's God. And the swastika represents hate. It's something that's evil especially this World War II, Nazis, you know, the Holocaust, all of that. This symbol represents hate. So that box has the contents of something good. And it's from God, the Ten Commandments, you know, or the, the, the remains of the Ten Commandments. So it basically burns off that thing from the crate. And I never knew that as a kid. I mean, it's not like I researched this and looked this up. I'm just guessing that's what it is. But I mean, what else could it be? Like, and I, I believe that's what it was, that, 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 the covenant was like i don't want this on here so let me just burn it off and it got rid of the image of the of the swastika and i thought that was like a cool thing you know no oh, yeah i mean there's little there's little uh moments like that you see in in this film well i guess i mean that's basically it. i mean that's the whole movie you know the end is the famous scene where the you know, they're standing. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but they're at the pole and the Nazis open the crate. Not a, not a strip pole. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing in it or technically they think nothing's in it. And it's all just dirt, but it's the remains of the, you know, of the, what's it called? The Ten Commandments, you know, and then they, they get killed. Can you, imagine, can you imagine finding the remains of the Ten Commandments? I mean, wow. Well, supposedly though, it's, it's, is real like let's see on the smithsonian like i remember my girlfriend afterward i mean like god damn it my wife she researched it 
And it said that it's they they believe it's somewhere where like there's a monk that protects it, where when they come in and they stay there, like the whole city is on guard. So if there's an alarm that so sounds like someone's trying to steal it, everybody, the whole area is armed to the T. So wow. like you get you can't get away. And the person who goes in there, only who who goes inside, who's actually in it with it. The moment they're in there, they can't leave until they die. And before they die, the next person who comes, they, they fill them in on everything. And then that person dies and they stay there and they cannot leave. It's It, it, it was on, my, my girlfriend was reading about that. It's like, I'm always pretty interesting. And it's like, so, you know, that's what it says. And that's from the Smithsonian website. And that's that famous freaking um, museum, you know. Yeah, I actually visited it up in uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, and that's from their site. So it's not like I'm reading it off of wow, a YouTube check that video out. or something. Yeah, I it's gotta, pretty crazy. I got to check it out, Holmes. You know, I, very interesting. So, yeah, so, you know, this movie is, like like I said, it's, um, all in all, it's a great movie. It's a good adventure film. So it's a, it's a great way to start our adventure series, ladies and gentlemen. And you can so, never, yeah, you can never, you can never get tired of it, unless you don't like adventure or you don't like the actors, but it's a fun film exactly check it out it's one of the series of you know the temple of doom is amazing that one is just like oof very fun and by the way they've made rides off this film disney yeah. owns all the rights and that's why you have the indiana jones right here in disneyland in anaheim california yeah it's a fun ride actually when i go with, uh, I, I get on that one that's the only probably ride that i when i go visit disneyland i get on that one because it's really fun I know. I think it's uh, Disneyland Paris had like an Indiana Jones mine minecart roller coaster or something like uh, that. Wow. But yeah, there's a part. This one in in well, it's kind of like that. It's the mine ride. Yeah. Well, this one you're like in a jeep driving around and all. Oh, that's it's, right. Like, that's cool, right. That's you know? right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And this guy, the Sala, I believe, the, the the his friend that's in the the. If you look right here, this guy. Yeah. Um, he is in the the pre-ride like video so he's yes, like welcome you know oh, make sure yeah. you don't look and you get your goals and you all that and it's pretty cool that they brought him back to record that yeah you know? i so, like i like when he does in spanish hola bienvenidos aquí en indiana jones Súbense, no 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 fumar marihuana si suben marihuana no le va a gustar a mickey mouse verdad mickey mouse no no me gusta marihuana <laughs> go spend your money <laughs> oh, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> all right well there you have it ladies and gentlemen that's our our look back at indiana jones and the temple i mean what the what do you think <laughs> you said it wrong eh it's not marijuana way he's smoking too much marijuana <laughs> <laughs> mr raiders over here in the lost arcs <laughs> Yeah, Raiders of the Last Ark, 1981, directed by Mr. Steven Spielberg himself. So, yeah, and story by, of course, Mr. George Lucas. So, that's it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Just the start of our adventure series. All right, yes. well, here we go. Now it's time for Song of the Week. So, my Song of the Week this week is I'm going to give you the song 
Volver a comenzar. And this song is by the band Café Tacuba. Now, I can't give you much about the band because for me, like, I don't really listen to their music. I know my little brother's a huge fan of the band. But I do love this song. And the reason why I know this song, it's from the video game Little Big Planet back in the PlayStation 3 era. And there's this level, it's like a wedding day of the dead level. And as you're running around as a little sock, uh, sack boy, this plays throughout the whole freaking level and it loops. And it's such an amazing song. And I want to give you something that feels adventurous and fun. And like this game, it's just a fun adventure game. So to mix it with our movie. And that's why I wanted to give you this song because like I said, I love this song. I ended up downloading it. And it's just really the only song I love from this band. But you know, like I said, my little brother loves this band. And I know he has some funny stories from the time he went to go see <laughs> oh, this wow. band. So you know, I'll have I'll try to have him on. He's going to be on the show soon because I know he's been bugging me about wanting to do Nacho Libre. Oh, and I promised really? him that we'll do, a, you know, we're going to do a big episode of Nacho Libre uh, coming up, you know, so... I know I'll have him on, but so I'll have him tell those stories. But yeah, that's why I thought, you know, I I do this song just to mix it with because of the game. That's really the reason why I'm putting this. It's the only reason why I know this song. And I, I just I love it. So that's why I'm going to give you this song for song of the week this week. So there you go. It's Volver a Comenzar. And it's by the band Café Tacuba. What is it going to be? All right, there you go. And that was song of the week for this week. OK, well, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want you to make sure to um, tune in for this whole series because this is part of the contest. Somewhere hidden within this episode, you heard our the secret phrases for this episode. So it will be picking up. Uh, so yeah, so make sure when you get those, you'll have to collect all the secret words throughout these uh, episodes through the month of November and then you message them. If you send us that, you'll get yourself 10 extra entries into our Funko contest so you can win that Funko Pop the up. So yeah, so that's it. So other than that, Freddie, you know, it's uh, it's been fun, you know, listening, uh, ex- excavating, you know, trying to find the Ark of the Covenant, yeah. looking for the freaking Ten Commandments and getting chased by a bunch of people and a monkey dying by some dates. But all of that's been fun. But I think it's time to hop in our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
has been a Brothers Bear Network production.